uh, we can begin this podcast and um, we're going to get started. So watch it talking about guys and welcome back to another episode of Watch It Talks. I'm your host, Hugo, joined by Carlos Puyo, uh, Emilio Huache Garcia and our special guest, uh, former singer, well, still singer and... Um, Personal trainer, Curry. personal trainer. <laughs> I do it all, man. Uh, you name it, man. You four, name it. Uh, four thousand um, followers on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. uh, Team Pop Sensation Capitania. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm very excited to be here. Hey, yeah, we're excited to have you, man. So today we wanted to start with like a couple questions: where you come from, uh, how you got to Houston, how you ended up here. Yeah, so um, I actually lived in New York for all my life. Um, I recently moved down to Houston to, uh, six months ago, not two months ago, six months ago, um, with my sister, my brother-in-law, and my best friend. Um, I started my musical career back in New York at the age of 13 when I started to learn how to play guitar. Um, it was all because of Guitar Hero. Um, I would go guitar home after Hero. school. Yeah, man, Guitar Hero was the <laughs> game. Yeah. So <laughs> after school, I would just go on my Xbox and start jamming on Guitar Hero, and I would pretend I, would, I was Carlos Santana. And one day, yeah, man, I mean, Carl Santana is a big influence in my music. So one day I just saw him ripping on the electric guitar and I was like, damn, I want to play like that. So my uncle, he gave me the first basic lessons of guitar and then I took it from there two years later. And um, then I started singing back in high school and in college, I started to perform. Um, my first performance was in college. I was really nervous and... Um, I saw people actually jamming to what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I was actually playing uh, Let Me Love You by Mario. I don't know if y'all, y'all know that song. Right, right. Yeah, Let Me Love You. <laughs> let me. Yeah, yeah. I actually started. I did that song, and, and people liked it. So I was like, hmm, maybe I could do something with this. And then, boom. It, and from then on, I'm, I'm here today in Houston. Um, mm-hmm. I love it here. And, and what brought me to Houston was... Um, I just didn't want to live in New York anymore. Um, <laughs> the, the music scene was actually pretty cool. I find that people are more supportive of uh, Latino artists here, too. Yeah. Um, and because in New York, it's more of like the rap, you know, the rap industry, um, the hip hop and, and, you know, stuff like that. So there isn't really a lot of Latino pop culture, although it is growing. But um, I find Houston to be the spot for it. I thought Houston was like a rap thing, like here in Houston, because most most of the people that I know, they want to become rappers, so I thought Houston was like more supportive to rap, like uh, uh, rappers. Yeah. So I didn't know they were support the Latino music either. So yeah, no, I mean, pretty when interesting I, to learn. Yeah, when I when I performed at the Latin Houston Festival, um, well, like a month ago, um, they really supported me. So I was like, wow, like they actually enjoyed my my music because I'm not a rapper, I'm a singer. So um, it was really cool to feel that love, and I was like, wow, this is way better than in New York, man. <laughs> So you mentioned you started playing like Guitar Hero, but yeah. then how do you um, got inspired to like actually sing or how, when do you realize that you were good at singing? Um, well, funny part is uh, my dad was like, hey, you should sing. So I was like, okay, I'll sing. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you want to get girls? Sing. So I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, and you know what? My, my dad had a point. Um, I did get, you know, it was it was attractive to the female, so... Um, I just did it, and I just started singing. I didn't sing well the first couple of uh, years, but as I started growing and as I started um, educating my vocal cords and getting a few sing- uh, singing lessons that uh, my parents paid for me and everything, uh, I started to develop my singing voice. And um, it took me a while to get the style that I wanted and to develop the style that I really wanted. So um, 
Yeah, uh, my manager told me that I, I have a, a very commercial voice. So nice. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I didn't know that about myself, but cool. I mean, maybe I could do something with it. So that's how I started singing. Yeah. That's what's up, man. All comes nice. my dad. <laughs> yeah. So you were, you were kind of popular in high school? Actually, no, something? man. I was not no? popular at all. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I was, I was the kid that... Uh, that would just get on the laptop, look at music videos, look at guitar videos, and, and just chill there, eating some snacks, and that's it, man. <laughs> I wasn't part of... I mean, I did play varsity soccer, but um, okay. I didn't... Um, yeah, I wasn't popular. Yeah, so no. you like soccer? Oh, I love soccer, man. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> oh I love soccer. Liverpool, Liverpool or Madrid? Huh? Liverpool or Madrid? Oh, I'm Madrid all yeah, day, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> oh, man, that's right. No wonder we get along right now. <laughs> I uh, bet 200 on that. Oh, we gonna win. You gonna win 400, bro. Watch. <laughs> you gonna double up. <laughs> right now, you're just by yourself. And, like, you do not have, um, like, you're not thinking of a band or nothing like that. Just no. Um, well, I did do Syracuse, New York. I don't know if y'all heard of uh, Upstate New York, but um, I did do the fair. Uh, the, it's called the Great State Fair, mm -hmm. and it's this huge um, fair that they do in Syracuse, New York, and um, it's for. New Yorkers and it's upstate and I did it three times in a row mm -hmm. um, one by myself to uh, the second time was with a full band um, I brought drummer uh, another guitarist the bassist um, that was like the best experience performing yeah. like with a band like that was really fun like it happened so fast um, it gave, they gave me 45 minutes and I thought it was like 10 minutes after I was <laughs> done I was like fast. damn wow yeah no it goes really fast man and that was like the the one of the only times I performed with a full band, um, and then the third time I did it by myself. Um, and uh, yeah, right now I'm not really looking for a band. Um, I like doing the solo artist myself. I have a little loop pedal pedal that mm -hmm. I perform with. I I usually just create the 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 drums, the bass on on that loop pedal, and I just loop it throughout the whole performance yeah, and I then seen, uh, yeah i've seen I've that, I've seen that seen live <laughs> yeah he does, he does the Ed song and it's actually like it sounds like the like Ed Sheeran himself <laughs> yeah yeah man it, it took me a while to learn it too so um but yeah that's that's right now that's what i do so music is your main source of income now no actually it's not um personal training is well gym is um i'm trying i'm leaning towards the personal training certificate um, that I've been studying for for the past like four months, but um, yeah, I used to train people back in New York, and I also was like, "Huh, I'm good at this too." So I'm right. like, "Cool, yeah." So um, I was. I don't look like I did before. Um, I think I showed y'all before yeah, right, before the right. show. Um, I was like 230 pounds or heavier, and I brought down. I went down to 172. Um, I actually went down to 168, and now I'm bulking to 172. I'm trying to get 180. So, uh, yeah, man, it's so, been quite the journey. Yeah. So how'd you get into, um, fitness? Uh, a breakup. <laughs> so yeah, no, um, Typical. The, the reason why I got into, into fitness was because, um, I wanted to look good for the girl from, for my ex, but I never wanted to look good for myself, you know, and feel good for myself until that breakup happened. I, I just was in a rut. I was depressed for like a, a week or so. My sister one day was like, dude, like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, snap out of it. And then mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Excuse me. I don't know if I can curse. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, I, and that's when I started, man. I started for three months just working on myself. And then I started just loving myself. And, and fast forward two years, um, I never thought I would be 
like this. So I'm like, wow, like this is a dramatic change. It, yeah. it changed my mindset, uh, the way I view life and everything else, man. Like all of the above. It, it's been a crazy experience so far. Yeah, believe it or not, like physical wise, like I feel like it makes a lot of impact in your life. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think so. Because like yeah. if you're like, like physically, if you're fit, you're just like you're proud of yourself. You're oh, like, yeah. You're oh, yeah. looking for more. Seek for more. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, I feel like emotionally, emotional wise, like like being physically fit or like, you know, you're comfortable with your body. Like, it's just I don't know. Like to me, because I used to go to the gym Yeah. before before anything, I used to go to the gym. So mm-hmm. when I would go to the gym, like just seeing that progress. Oh, yeah. And it just felt me confident. Like I felt more confident. Oh, yeah, dude. It comes just, with confidence. I wanted yeah. like my dreams get getting bigger and bigger. Not mm-hmm. like. Not like to become like a bulky dude and right, like right. it's just like I feel like it works with all types of things. Like if you have your dreams, like you just start working towards your dreams yeah. even better. So I don't know, yeah. phys- being physical, like physically fit, to me is just like is a big impact. Emotionally. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. And when once and like you said, man, it, it it creates bigger dreams. And and like like you going back to like the the bulkiness. Like I, I never wanted to be huge. I don't want to be a bodybuilder. Yeah, I, I don't. Right. I never. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Dude, the, the stuff they go through, hell no. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> but um, it, it just, it gives a, a very positive impact in your life. And it makes you think like, wow, like I could change my body so I could change my life. Right. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So like I'm, I'm geared towards changing my life. I'm geared towards chasing my dreams. Obviously, you know, it's going to take a while because, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So, but it's definitely there. And right. as long as you keep focused and you're there, um, it will happen. Oh, yeah. It will definitely happen. So as an aspiring uh, fitness coach, like I, w- I was interested in the fitness lifestyle and always wanted to like train people because I like to, well, my mentality, I just like to help people. Yeah. Whatever that is, like even if, if it's like achieving their goals, fitness goals or like anything that I can do to help them in that sense. So how is it like when you train people at the gym, like um, do you do you enjoy seeing them? Like make that change for themselves. Oh like yeah, really man! Cool. I like to see them suffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I train my sister, so um, it, it's it's fun to see my sister suffering and me telling her what to do. No, I'm kidding, but uh, no, it's it's actually a very good. Um, I like seeing the change. You know, my my sister one time texted me saying, "Bro, like I never fit in my in my shorts or whatever before, and now I fit like nothing." Like, yo, this is great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and that felt good. I was like, yeah. wow, like, that's that's awesome that, you know, yeah. you keep consistent. And, mm-hmm. like, when you see people happy, it makes me happy. And, like, yeah. you see the progress that they're making. It's like, wow, like, I helped you. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, it's right. like I, I'm helping you. And, and, like, and I wasn't getting paid in New York or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was doing, I was training eight people in a group. You know, for me to train, like, I would have to wake up at 5 a.m. to train by myself. Yeah. Before <laughs> training other people. So, you know, it was it was a big thing in my backyard. You'd see like eight heads over there, like bench pressing and like doing cardio and everything. I would tell them what to do. Um, and then the, they would show me the results. And, and, you know, after a month or so, like, wow, like you could see the big difference. Right. One, right. Of, one of my friends, he was like around like 215. He dropped down to 198, man. Yeah. He, and, and working with me, training with me and, and me telling him what to eat and stuff like that. Bro, he, he was he was achieving. So right. I don't know now. I haven't spoken to him now, but I hope he's still, you know, keeping <laughs> keeping it going. But but yeah, man, it was it was just a, a really nice feeling to see that like people are actually changing, you know. Bro, that's crazy. I had a friend that also dropped like 20, 30 pounds. Yeah. And, it was um, sixty. 
I kept uh, panso. Uh, no, I, I was like one two twenty five, and then I dropped to one sixty five. Damn, bro. Yeah, and then I gained it back because I started. <laughs> I, don't know, bro, I like, Cause, uh, I like the bad life, bro. I don't know. Heartbroken. Do you like the? <laughs> hey, man, you could always go back to one sixty five, bro. Yeah, bro. I, I keep that in my mind. We're I'm working like, on that. We're working on that. <laughs> yeah, bro. Now you got two trainers, bro. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, <laughs> There's no. Way I already told him if he wants to train with me, bro, we'll put him to work. You know, <laughs> hey, bro, I'm scared of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I was obviously I wouldn't kill you the first couple of times, bro. Uh, but the first maybe couple. the third time. But, no, I'm <laughs> but uh, no, it it all depends on what the program is. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, I had a mentor back in New York that uh, would would actually teach me about fitness and and his way. Mm. But obviously, each trainer is different, and they will find yeah. their different flow. But he just gave me like a template. And then um, I was kind of guided that way. And he told me that, like, it all, it all depends on what you want to look like and how you want to look like. Um, and so that's how you the trainer develops its own program. Now, right. like, whatever it is, um, whatever the program is, whether you want to gain muscle, lose weight, um, lean muscle, be more fit. Um, what's it called? Um, aguantar más el ejercicio. Like, the food comes with it as well. Oh, so yeah. if you want to be big, you got to eat more. If you want to lean out, you got to eat more protein, less carbs, um, because at the end of the day, carbs is necessary. I know a lot of people think that carbs, you cut out carbs and, yeah. you know, you lose weight like that, which you do, you know, but it's yeah. not sustainable. So yeah. you could try that for a month. That's what I did. I, I tried it for a month and um, I definitely lost a lot of weight. I definitely did. But like I said, it's not sustainable because you need that energy at the end of the day. Yeah. So carbs is energy. And um, it, there's a certain amount that you should consume. Now, the average person consumes more than what is supposed to be consumed. You know, mm. that's why those carbs is like stored as fat, you know. Mm. So when you um, so when you eat that, it just and you're not following the program of what you're supposed to eat. It just keeps storing as fat. So you don't see results. And that's where people get like, oh, why am I not seeing results? Well, because you're eating more than what you should. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, at the end of the day. Um, it all depends on what the program is, what the person wants to look like. So, for example, mm-hmm. like for me, if, 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 for example, Carlos says, hey, I want to look like you or I want to look like, I don't know, I'm Thor. Trying, I'm trying you know to be like you, my boy. Okay, <laughs> we'll lean out and then we start packing the muscle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or you start packing the muscle, but you don't eat um, certain foods that cause for mm-hmm. fat gain. Yeah, so it, it all depends. Yeah. And what do you want to mainly focus on? Music? Or personal training? <sighs> That's a tough one. I mean, honestly, bro, I think personal training would be the ideal yeah, right now. I mean, I love music, and I know it's always going to stay. Um, but right at right now, I think uh, personal fitness would be the one. Do you have, like, dreams for each? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I would like to make my personal fitness um, journey into, like, a gym. Um, I would like to open up my own gym. Um, maybe even work from home. Um, cause it, once you open up a business, man, you could do so many things with it. So like you could basically write off everything on your business. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure, you know, we spoke about that before. So, um, like that's what I want to get to, you know, maybe train people from my own home. Um, mm-hmm. maybe go open up a gym. I'm not, I don't know, you know, um, as far as music, I would have loved to open up my own studio. Um, Maybe have engineers work for me. Um, that's actually one of the dreams I, I have also as well. Um, but it's kind of difficult because I'm like, damn, music or fitness, you know? Like, it's it's one of the two. 
Um, I know music is very, very competitive. So um, it's not that I can't compete with people, but I don't like to compete when I think of music. I like to share. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a comp- I'm not a competitor. I'm more of like a sharer. And yeah. plus, music is for sharing. It's not really for competing. That's how I see it. Yeah. Um, but whichever one brings me the opportunity, brings me the income that I want so far, that's the one I'm going to go for. Nice. Yeah, for right now. Yeah. So fitness is the one right now. So, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So have you visited uh, Offland? Offland. 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 No, Offland. I have not. All right, we're going to take them, bro. Let's go, man. I'm down. I have any money either, so huh? I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. Uh, oh, I mean, I'm I'm with it, man. <laughs> I'm down. Offland has to be the, the gym. The best gym in the United States. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all of that, but yeah. I know for sure Texas. Like, Damn. bro, it's like the spot, like Christian yeah. uh, Bumstead, the uh, Mr. Olympia. Oh yeah, Seabum. Bro, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He literally came. Uh, down to visit that gym in specific, like that's how good the gym. Oh wow! Damn. So that did y'all know about the gym before he even came here, bro? Yeah. I, I've been following the fucking owner since I was like in fucking high school. Like, so wow. he has like a blog. Yeah. He would blog like his daily day to day, but he also like compete. So he'll have like a series where it's like summer shredding. He loses weight. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. sh- like gets rid of the fat, shows the muscle at the, and performs. And he tries to win like competitions in Houston. Yeah. And he got to the point where he like 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 your dream like you wanna like hopefully open a gym. Yeah. So he got to do that and it grew. But he also opened like a clothing brand with it. Oh, so cool. the clothing brand was the one that took like off and made him more profit. So that's how he was able to like make a bigger System. gym, bigger gym. Oh wow! To the point to like right now he has the like offline. Like I, I told Carlos yeah. ever since he was like, bro, he had, we're like, a smaller gym. I wanted to go. Bro, we were like seventeen, and he's like, hey, bro, let's go to the gym. Let's go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, bro, like, like no, like no, yeah, dude. I mean, hey, if y'all ever want to train, bro, let me know. We go to that gym. Yeah, we'll get this workout in. That, you already that, know that gym is the gym to go. Nah, I'm actually we took Jacob. To back. Like, we, I'm down, bro. We Shit, I'm with it. Huh? We went with Jacob. I don't know if you Alpha you Land, right? Alpha Land, yeah. Yeah, I, like, yeah. Where's that at, bro? It's by, by Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> is that uh, far? Hey. Nah, uh, probably like two hours. Nah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it was how much? An hour and a half. Yeah, no, I like, never, I never been to two hours. Land, so I'm, I'm <laughs> with this, with this down. traffic, two I'm hours, bro. <laughs> with Damn. traffic, two hours, man. Trust me. <laughs> hey, was it? Was there as much traffic in New York as oh, in yeah. Houston? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. Would you say there's more? Ooh. I feel like um, it's worse. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I Wait, it's what? it's worse. Um, only because like in New York, bro. When when it's rush hour. And you, you're getting out of the city or even into the city in the morning, bro. All the bridges are packed. Every every highway, every interstate is packed. Um, there's three-hour delays, bro. Like, yeah, even if you wake up at, like, 5 in the morning, leave your house by 6, and you know you're going to get there by, like, 8.30, bro, there's still traffic. So that's without, like, any incidents, accidents. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, it gets crazy. Like, it gets crazy. New York is really bad with traffic. Yeah, especially me working um, in the city a lot. Um, I, I used to work for my dad as a uh, decorative painter. Um, so we would head into the city every single day. And um, my dad didn't like taking the subway or the train, so we would have to drive in the city. And sometimes I would have to drive. So I would be in that traffic for like two hours. Do you have road yeah. rage? 
Huh? Road rage. Do you have road rage? Me? Yeah. No, I don't have road rage. I don't, don't. care, man. Huh? You don't. You don't. No, I don't. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't care, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, if they want to cut me <laughs> off, bro, go for it, man. Oh, I don't no. give a fuck. Matate tu, güey. You know? I'm good. I think definitely, man. Yeah. If someone trying to cut me off, nah, man, you're not cutting me off. Well, actually, well, no, like that's a fact too. That is a fact. Like I'm, I'm like that too. Because in New York, bro, people be cutting off like everywhere, bro. So like in the city, you have to drive like an animal. So like I, I drive like an animal in the city. You know, I be cutting freaking corners like vroom vroom vroom. You know, like it's just insane. You know, I don't let people cut me off. I go to like almost kissing the damn the car, bro. Like they don't, they don't cut me off, bro. But like I also. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep it cool. You never know. Go ahead. You know, one. One. One guard. El segundo. No, no, no. Because yeah, yeah. here in Houston, bro, like, there's a lot of traffic, too. And I hate the fact when people, like, you know, there's a lane. <laughs> let's say, bro, like, let's say there's two lanes or four lanes, and yeah. only one lane is going to merge into a different highway. Yeah. So they know that only lane merges to a different highway, and there's a big line. So they go all the way to the front. Oh they yeah. Still put their, they still put their blinkers trying to move in, merge in. I'm like, bro, you saw the line. Mm-hmm. So why are you trying to cut off now? Yeah. So every time that happens, like you know, they always cut off at the front. So I'm always like right behind the other car. I don't, I don't let no one cut me off. Yeah. No. When they try to cut me you. off. I'm like, I, I get really close to them. I, I did I that once. You. And he moved out of the way because I was like, nah, you hit me, you paint me. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly, man. No, I don't blame you. Yeah, I hate that too, bro. I hate, but sometimes, like, I do it too, right, low key. Right. So I'm like, all right. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not patient with traffic, man. That's <laughs> yeah. one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah, That's I get why you. I don't bro. like Houston. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, bro. So, I don't blame you. So, what is one of your, like, like some differences between New York and Houston? What do you mean? Like, something good that's, like, differences. So, um, hmm. well, in New York, a lot of people are assholes. <laughs> I find, uh, like I said, I don't know how a lot of people are in Houston yet. Um, so far, everybody's been pretty nice, you know, um, cheerful. A lot. I've seen a lot of people cheerful. Um, like I said, I haven't really visited a lot of parts of Houston, so I don't know what the different dynamic is. But I could tell you that in New York, a lot of people in New York are very, like, stuck up and very, like, asshole like yeah. even if you just say hey good morning like they don't even say it back mm-hmm. yeah they just look at you and go on the merry way <laughs> yeah legit bro <laughs> legit legit they're like that man like they're so they're so stuck up they feel so entitled in new york um not to get political but they're very like liberal-esque you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying in, in new york right. and like i don't give a fuck about politics so like i'm just <laughs> like whatever um and they're just like oh, yeah. no 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 you know it's like bro like relax you know they're so like careful and it's like dude just don't be an asshole you know what i'm saying like you know i don't know it's just a totally different dynamic with people over there. so is it true that like there's people in new york like Walking around the streets trying to like scam you. Like, oh yeah! La, la, la. Oh dude, that's all over New York City. Hell yeah, bro! <laughs> in the city, man, they be handing out mixtapes for yeah, free, and it's free. like, okay, cool, man, I'll listen to it. Yeah, um, actually, that's actually fifteen dollars or like twenty bucks. I'm like, bro, you just said it was free. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but come on, man, like throw me a little like fifteen, ten dollars. I'm like, nah, man, screw you. And it's like, all right, then the, give me the disc back. Okay, here, I wasn't gonna listen to it anyway. You know what I mean? So like, so it's like, dude, there's a lot of scammers, bro. Um, if you ever go to New York and you get a hot dog in New York City, they will charge you like $15 for like two hot dogs. Two? Yeah. 
Yeah. Bro, that's bro, not bad. That's not bad, bro. That bunny content. No, dude. The hot dogs. No, no, no. The hot dogs. Dude, in the carts, not like restaurants, bro. Like no, in the it, carts, they charge fifteen dollars for two hot dogs, bro. So we were coming out the Bad Bunny concert, right? Uh-huh. And well, you know me, I was a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted, you I were wanted, having a good time. I wanted food, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were selling hot dogs, bro. Tell me why one hot dog costs ten dollars? Yeah, bro, that's New York. And it was like a little tiny hot. I was like, "There's no way, bro." Like I was gonna buy this deal, right? Because like, <laughs> you're like, that's the thing. I think we the people are, you know, it's our fault. Yeah, why? Because we still buy it. Exactly. Like, we don't care. Exactly. Like so, that's why they do it. The more you buy, the more they'll still raise the prices. Exactly. And that's a I fact. Mean, that doesn't have to do with inflation because a hot dog would not cost you ten dollars. No, absolutely so it has not. Nothing to no. do with inflation. It's just, I guess, it's just part of you know, like, oh, it's a concert. It's a Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. People are gonna buy regardless. So I think we the people are responsible for. This. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And there's a, there's a lot of that in New York, man. They be selling hot dogs for fucking fifteen dollars. If you want a drink, that's an extra like five bucks, bro. So like twenty dollars for two hot dogs and a drink, dude. That's why you always gotta ask the cart, yo, how much are the hot dogs? <laughs> and if they even... say, okay, two dollars, one fifty, bet, let's go, a dollar fifty, all right, cool, two dollars, bet, no more than freaking three, hell no, <laughs> you ain't getting that, no, 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 no. Um, they're scammers out in New York, bro. I'm being for real, and I'm a New Yorker. I don't scam people. I I never like scamming people. I don't like taking advantage of people at all. I'm always very grateful for what people offer, and like I always I'm a giving person. But there's a huge scamming population there, bro, for sure. Especially in the city. Especially in the city. And you're blasting New Yorkers out. <laughs> I mean, listen, bro. I, I I love I love being a New Yorker, man. Um, I, I will always love being a New Yorker, but I just got to say the truth. I'm I'm right, I'm right. real, bro. You're, I don't give a fuck. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm real. I'm real, man. <laughs> so, so, what would you say is like the best place to go to New York, like visit wise? <sighs> the best place. I mean, it all depends, man. Um, I'd say number one probably the Empire State Building, mm-hmm. only because it's the Empire State Building. Um, you could go on it. You could see the whole city. Um, Central Park is pretty cool too. If if uh, if you guys like scenery and like nature and and just to have like a picnic, I don't know. If you want to bring your lady there, we got a question for you. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Leave it up. All right. I, I feel like he's gonna be on my side or our side. All right. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. All right. What do you? Th- <laughs> <laughs> do you think having Getting a girl, taking a girl to a picnic on a date is a good idea. It all depends on how long you know this person. No, I mean, let's just say, let's just say she, she's like a girl you know for like, how long, like four months, four months, like. Okay, or is it established that like y'all are exclusive, like yeah, y'all yeah, like each other and shit, yeah. and like she kind of would go, yeah, yeah. then why not? <laughs> yeah. Because, bro, I don't, I, I don't see where you... Where people see that uh, going on a picnic is romantic. <laughs> it all depends on how you do it, bro. Like, bro, like I said this in the last, like in the in the past podcast. I'm like, por eso nos salimos de México para que nos estuviéramos comiendo en el piso. <laughs> 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 piso. <laughs> like, <laughs> Listen, bro. Hey, if the if the girl accepts you and you want to do it, and like it's a nice gesture and. It's semi-romantic and like you make it romantic for the girl to be like, wow, like this guy actually took me out on a picnic. Like, damn. Bet. 
all right, cool. Fuck it. But if like it's half assed, I mean, no, don't. If you're thinking about doing it half assed, don't do it at all. Then you know what I mean? Like, hell no. I, mean, I, I just would never take a girl on a picnic because I just find it like. Even if she wants to. Like, uh, bro, you got to do whatever the lady. If you like her, bro, it don't matter, bro. Nah, bro. If you don't like to do it, nah, the lady bro. comes, man. <laughs> nah, bro, look, look, look. All right, think about it, right? She's like, I want a picnic, bro. I'll be like, here, I'll give you something better, right? You get a steak dinner. You could just take what? A steak dinner. A steak dinner? <laughs> yeah. Nah, bro. I'd be like, choose. <laughs> I would do it, bro. Why not? Why? Would you guys do it? I would. Bro, the thing I would. picnic is like, yeah. especially if you choose like a, a nice place, it's like, and it's like, you see the sun going down and shit, like girls like all that. Like, oh, yeah. The fucking, like the trees and all that. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, and that's what, bro. You're not gonna get that. That's the bro. You're, you're literally, <laughs> bro. You're gonna get a bigger bill than what you expect to fucking get at a picnic, <laughs> my guy. Shit, bro. You're literally sitting like, you're gonna get a bigger bill, bro. Like, you're sitting <laughs> in the ground and then your feet fall asleep, and then you're like changing your feet position all the time, like, bro. But I, if I don't, if y'all are alone, bro, yeah, shit, shit could get to the next level there, my guy. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Nah, man, listen. <laughs> my thing is, bro, if, if you're really trying to impress your significant other or something, and this person wants to do something that you kind of don't want to do, but you like her and like you're getting to that point, girl, sometimes you got to make sacrifices, bro. It's okay. We're no simps. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we're talking about girls. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. New York girls or Houston girls? Huh? New York girls or Houston oh. girls? Oh, sheesh. I'm going to go with Houston girls, bro. Hell yeah. Like like I said, dude, New listen, bro. New York girls are fine. They're cool, but they're very stuck up. They're very freaking entitled. They're very like, ew, no. Ugh. Like prude and shit. It's like, bro, like... You ain't no last coke. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you ain't you ain't special. Like, what? Hell no. Here in Houston, I find the females to actually be more open-minded and more open. I don't know. That's the females I have encountered so far. Um, but they're very nice. Like, you go up to them and, like, you just have a start, start having a conversation to them. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, wow. You don't do that in New York, bro. You go up to a girl, a female in New York, dude, they'll look at you like you're a creep. So, to that, <clears throat> being nice here in Houston is like you being a bitch. Really? Right. Oh, wow. Believe it or not. Like, if a girl is too nice to a guy, she's a hoe. What? For some guys. For some guys. Really? Tell me if I'm wrong. What? For some guys, if a girl is too nice, she's a, she's a hoe. Like, if she's oh, nice yeah, to I mean, guys, sometimes, she's sometimes. a hoe. Depends. Really? Tell me, Depends. If, tell me if I'm not wrong. Depends. People bro. see it like that. Yeah, people some see people it like see that. Some people. Wow, I did not know that. I mean, I've been, I just talked to females going into the gym, and like it's like, oh, like y'all are nice, cool. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that means like you're a hoe or anything, but, but no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Some, for some people here, especially guys, like if a girl is too nice, she's a hoe. Oh, really she's interesting. So that's that's what I'm saying. I was like, if she's too nice, people think it's she's also. You know, I don't know. I don't get much into that. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, that's that's an interesting... Because like, I think, you know, you should be nice. You, know? yeah. you have to be nice. But people say, oh, there is a level of being nice and this and that. Like, of course, you know, if you get touchy down there and everything, yeah. then yeah, that changes the whole thing. Well, but yeah. you're just nice, like, you know, it's just you're just being nice. That's yeah. how you are. <laughs> yeah, no, of course, man. But definitely in New York, bro, if you're trying hollering at a girl or like trying to at least talk to her, mm-mm, it ain't going to end well. Nope, <laughs> bro. They look at you like you got three heads. I'm telling you, bro. And it's like, nah, screw you, man. I'm telling you, 
I'm telling you, they're so stuck up. Like all kinds of races, not just yeah, bro. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It don't matter if they black, they white, they Hispanic, they're yellow, blue, red. It don't matter, bro. Or ratchet. Yeah, bro. They don't. They don't like. They're very loud. Like in some areas, like for example, like Bronx girls, different vibe from Westchester girls. You know what I'm saying? Westchester girls are stuck up. Bronx girls are stuck up, and they could be sometimes ratchet. You know what I mean? Um, I don't care if this goes public, but you know that's just my point of view. <laughs> right. um, yeah, I, I don't care, bro. I'm just saying the facts, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, bro, the facts need so to come out. Yeah, bro, because it's true. Like different, like Brooklyn girls are the same. Like they're they're stuck up. They could be ratchet. Like they um, Queens, um, Staten Island, bro. It's all over New York, bro. Right. All over. They all feel entitled. They all like, no, what the hell? Don't do this. Don't do. Man, shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, and I find it here just. Cool, you know, like they don't complain as much as well as as I've seen. Obviously, I'm new here, so maybe down the line I'll have a different p- a viewpoint. But uh, so far, like they've all been really nice and like friendly and um, open to talk to and 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 just spark up a conversation. And they're not rude. Um, but I know there's some females that will have the rudeness and stuff. Yeah, so. That's everywhere. Yeah, and that's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Question. So. If you take a girl on the first date, like a dinner date, are you sitting in front of the girl or next to the girl? Front. Exactly. That's three on one. That's three on one. (laughs) You have to sit in the front. (laughs) Eye contact, baby. You got to make eye contact. Eye contact? (laughs) Eye contact. The minute you don't make eye contact, you're showing an insecurity. But let's say when you want to make a move. You don't have to make a move. You You can just show show eye contact. The first date. I personally don't make the first move on the first date. First date, first date. Yeah, I don't do that. Why? Because like, you got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to seem like, oh, this this guy's just another guy. You right. know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you gotta hide that. If if the opportunity presents itself and it's like y'all are feeling the moment, bet. You know what I'm saying? She's giving you the opportunity. But if you don't see it, don't do it. She's, you're gonna scare her away. So after how many dates would you consider sitting next to her? Never, never, bro. <laughs> like, have to be official. Yeah, bro. Really? I, even if I, I'll, if you, even if you're official to the girl, bro, I still, if if I have a girlfriend, I still sit in front of her. Same. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Unless it's like one of those like curved booths at like a diner or something, then that's different. Excuse mm-hmm. me, but um, but no, you always got to sit in front of your girl, man. I, that's how I see it. You know, that's just me. I always did it. So yeah. But on the first date, eye contact always. On the first date, always <laughs> gotta show him. You gotta show him who's boss. No, I'm kidding. But like, yeah, you gotta kind of show him who's boss, man. You gotta be like, yo, what's up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just seen uh, like videos, and I was like, somebody gave an opinion about like maybe if you sit next to her, it's easier to have like less awkward moments. Like whenever, let's say, both of you are taking a bite or something, or if you are run out of things to say mm-hmm. you can always like um talk about something that's going on at the place you're eating or it'll be easier to like come up with different but you could do that in front of her too i feel like i feel like you come up with less things if you're sitting next to her yeah like it's more awkward yeah yeah it's more awkward like it's yeah. just like for me like in order to like make conversations i gotta make eye contact exactly That's me. like if i ha- in general anyone like if i want to make conversation i have to make eye contact facts like, i can't just amen be sitting bro next to her and be like yeah i feel weird like it's just like turning yeah look at her but whenever like you're like you're sitting in front of her you just look up and you see her 
Rather than like you're sitting down and you got to turn and look and then right. and turn. And then now, just, I don't know. if there's a group of people that then, like, you, you know, that's different. <laughs> if there's a group oh, yeah. of people, you know, then if you want to sit next to your lady or the person you like, bet I'll sit next to them. But if it's one on one, bro, front right. has to be the front. Yep. Three on one, baby. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. I mean, I mean, I think now thinking back at it, like I would sit next, I would sit next to her, but like once they're like my girlfriends, like I mean, yeah, it's the first date. Yeah, I, I would sit in front. Yeah, like, man. Once I get comfortable with them, yeah, next to them. I mean, I mean, we're just gonna eat. I mean, we we're already dating, so like we don't talk much. Well, we're just gonna go there, eat, talk a little bit, and then go do something actually fun or the yeah. actual date. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine, man. Yeah, as long as you you keep it fun, man. Never boring. Always try to have a conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Just keep the convo alive. <laughs> what happened? Are right. you good? Where do you Where do you take a girl on the first date? Where do I take the girl? Yeah. See, I messed up because I I went to the movies and and that's a bad decision. But uh, I I take her out to eat. I do dinner date. Um, on me always. You know, I always pay for the female, no matter what. If I invite them out, no matter what, you know, that's how I was raised. Would you ever let the female pay? Yes, but not like the first couple of dates. Like, okay. even if she's my girlfriend, bro, like, I, I still would pay for her. You know, it don't matter. Now, if she says, hey, like, I want to buy you an ice cream. I want to buy you, I don't know, like a waffle. I don't know, something. Okay, you know, fine. You know, bet. That's her gesture of like saying like I appreciate you. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. But like personally as a man, me, like my dad has always taught me to like always cater to the female. Right, so right. I, I cater to females, bro. It don't matter. It don't matter what. Yeah. Because like to me at times where like, you know, whenever I invite, most of the time it's just like if I invite it's on me. You know, I'll pay. Right. Right. And then there's times where like, you know, they're they tell me, hey, you know, I'm gonna pay for this and I'm like, uh, oh, come on, you know. I invited, you know, yeah. I'm supposed to, but I let them, you know, I let yeah. them just because, you know, you know, we've been knowing each other for a while. Right. So I just let right. them, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like if I tell them no, I feel like that that's going to make them feel bad because I'm right. only right, spending right, right. money and it's yeah. just on me. So I want to make them, you know, like appreciate it. You know? That's a fact. Right. No, and I and I 100% agree with you. That's why I said like. Like, for the first couple of times, yes, you know, and, and it's not, not bad that, like, she pays for you sometimes, man. Like, that's her sh her her show of gratitude, you right. know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's in my opinion, it's not bad. Now, like like you said, like, if I invite, I invite, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm paying movies, whatever, dinner, if I'm telling you, let's go out, that I'm, 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 the, I'm catering to you, you know? But now that you've known her for a couple of months or whatever, then it's fine. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, all right, cool. She wants to buy me a bag of chips? Bet. You know what I'm right, saying? She wants right. to buy me like Subway or lunch. She wants to take me out? Bet. Cool. I'm with it. You know? So that's nothing bad, bro. Yeah, man. That's what's up. So uh, you brought your guitar with you. I did indeed. <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure the viewers want to see, well, the viewers yeah. and the people that are listening on the Spotify or whatever. Like, yeah. What you got, man? Like. All right, yeah, sure. I mean, a snippet of the new song. A snippet of the new song. I think he told me he got some music from Los Dos Carnales. <laughs> Yo, uh, almost not not entirely, but um, but uh, I I do have to get my my Mexican corridos on. But yes, I did bring my guitar. Um, I I do have a song coming out June seventeenth, which 
Carlos had the uh, take notes. Yes, the uh, <laughs> what's it called? The pleasure of hearing uh, acoustically with uh, my friend Emily Cole. Shout out to Emily. Um, we actually collaborated or started creating this song when I was still in New York. Um, I, I created like two different beats that like I sent to her. She loved them, but it just didn't feel right. So um, I listened to J Balvin's Otra Noche Sin Ti with Khalid. Mm. And that sparked the the uh, the inspiration to to the melody and to the chords that I wanted to use. So um, I I created a whole entire beat, um, kind of referencing that song because music is is all full of reference, you know. Oh, yeah. So um, I sent it to her, and she loved that one out of all of them. So um, moving here made it easier to collaborate. Um, she came over to my house. We recorded vocals, and um, we finished the beat and everything. And then. Uh, it took me a while to finish my part because um, I was going, I was still thinking about my ex-girlfriend and um, it was hard for me to write about it until finally like I just started writing and, and, and want, wanting to, what's it called, just put it on into the song and, and it was kind of like a closure that I'd never got from her, right. you know what I'm saying? Because I did see a story where she was dating somebody so I was like, alright, bet, this girl moved on, bet. So like... Low-key hurt. Yeah, it low-key hurt. It did. It low-key hurt. But after two years, but hey, um, it, it, it definitely helped me write this song. So um, so before you start playing, yeah. <clears throat> just tell the audience, what type of music do you play? So I do a lot of Latin pop. Um, Latin pop has always been my forte. I love singing in Spanish more than I do in English. Um, but I also sing in English as well. Um, I do a lot of... Uh, I could do mariachi. I could do um, Luis Miguel is like one of my biggest like inspirations vocally. Mm. Um, Carlos Santana is my biggest in for inspiration um, with guitar. So I do a variety of things. I can sing salsa, bachata, um, merengue, whatever. You know, like I'm very versatile in whatever genre uh, people throw at me. I actually started doing more country now that I'm in Texas. Nice. So, <laughs> nice. yeah. so yes, nice. sir. So I do. They I do like more country. country. They, they, they hate country, so. Yeah, man. Um, country, what's, actually, I love country, man. Country, what's your biggest artist in country? Kane Brown, bro. Or Brent, Brett Young, one of them. I know it's pop country. It's not like country country. Right, but, right. Oh, okay, okay. Because um, I'm more like into like the old country country. Okay. Like George Strait. Like oh, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm more into that type of country. Okay. The new kind of country, it's, I'm like a little bit iffy because it's like, you know, like it's pop. pop like, yeah. Pop, it's like, oh, it's not country. Like Chris Stapleton's like, dope. I right, like Chris right, Stapleton. Yeah, right. He he's dope. Right. So, um, but yeah, those are like my country artists nice. right now at the moment. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, do you want me to play a little snippet of the song? Of I'll, I'll, I'll sing my part. That's Spoil in Spanish. It. Spoil right. it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave one headphone. So. Well, let me just tune this. goes like this it goes hay mucho que te quiero decir aunque ya sea tarde aún siento ese calor se me hace imposible olvidarte como quisiera verme en tus ojos y volver a tenerte una vez más solo dame un segundo para explicarte podemos empezar esta nueva oportunidad sé que ya no hay más nada que hacer si todo lo echaste a perder Tal vez algún día te arrepientes 
Y de mí te acuerdas Sé que ya no hay más nada que hacer Si todo lo echaste a perder All I have is the memories All I have is the memories But yeah, that's that's my part. I won't I won't sing too much, but yeah, that's that's my part. <laughs> but uh I don't know why, but uh this guitar sounds a little out of tune. But I'll fix it up. Um can you do can you do Bad Bunny? What's up? Bad Bunny. Um actually I think I knew I knew I knew um what was it? I knew a Bad Bunny and J Balvin song, but I, I forgot it. Yeah. La canción. Um, no, I knew um, un, un Peso. Un Peso. Oh. Yeah, I knew that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that one. I'm trying to... Uh, uh, damn, I, I, for, I forgot how to play it, man. If I, if I hear it, then... You want me to play it? Like, <laughs> let me see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So over here, we have, like, Bad Bunny's number one fan. And then Bad Bunny's um, number one... Uh, hater. Hater. <laughs> ¿Para qué me vas a amar si me pediste adiós? Si yo me despedí de ti, no quiero saber más de tus besos. ¿Para qué me vas a amar? Ya te di tu perdón. El rencor nunca ha estado en mí. Ahora que hagas me vale un peso. ¿Para qué me vas a amar? ¿Para qué? Si estamos en otras etapas y ya te olvidé. Si por ti me jodí caí me levanté. Con el que te venías ya se fue. Yo por. Llega par de razón. Hey, talento, pa, talento. I'm trying, man. Talent, I knew it was something like that, but I just, yeah. Como Mr. Rasto, there's hella talent, there's hella talent. I try, my man, I try. Nomás yeah. falta el apoyo. Yeah. Literally, bro, nomás falta el apoyo. Exposure. Yeah, man, but, um, but yeah, no, um, that, that's, that's, um, one of my favorite, well, now it became my favorite song because, um, the, it just, the experience in writing my part the the way like it, it made it forced me to write like what I was feeling because my feelings were kind of still like hopeful and 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 wanting her back but like I didn't at the same time you know right. what I'm saying but now I'm like hell no <laughs> now I'm like no nope. there's no way out of my system now I'm good no I'm way totally fine. yeah 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 so quick question yeah what are you more fluently on English or Spanish I'm definitely more fluently in I don't know, man. That's a great question. I feel like I'm both. I'm more articulate in English because I read more in English. Um, I know how to read and write in Spanish, but I do want to be more articulate in my Spanish. I want to get better at it. Right. Um, th yeah. that's, th that's what I was saying. Like you're more like more like an English person, so yeah. your Spanish is good. So yeah. that's my thing. Is like, how is it that like like if you speak it, like if you're just talking like regular conversation, it's like kind of hard. Yeah, but when you sing it, it's just like it's just it's cool. like in your blood. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, I mean, my my dad and my mom always said that like in Me in 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 the household, it's Mexico, and and outside is the United States. So I never spoke a lick of Sp of English in 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 the, in the house. house. My my parents were strictly like Spanish only. 
So um, I actually thank them for that because I learned another language. I feel like that's another you. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? Like I, being bilingual is like the best thing that could have ever happened to me. So um, I feel like I'm more passionate when I sing in Spanish than mm-hmm. I am in English. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like English is not it's not that it's a boring language. It's just that like when when you're singing or speaking in Spanish, like you can express yourself a little more. That's what I was talking with yeah. the guy at work. I was like, Spanish is like a like broad language like yeah one word in english can mean a lot of different words oh yeah Spanish. man shit hell yeah dude oh i explain this to my coworkers all the time it's like what does this mean i'm like it means this what does it mean what does this mean it also means this you know what i mean <laughs> right. like it's like a 10 different damn like definitions bro for right, one word right. so yeah but that's how yeah i just love singing in spanish more than, than i do in english bro we had that question like a couple podcasts ago like whether you feel like your personality changes with uh, the language you speak, like do you yeah. feel different, like like your Spanish personality to your English. Um. Well, kind of. I think uh, that like with my Spanish, I can. I'm definitely more smooth. Um. When I speak to like you know Spanish girls or, or whatever. Um. In English, like there aren't things I can say that would sound good in Spanish. If if you right. get what I mean, like I can I can kind of flirt better in Spanish than I can in mm-hmm. English. Um. But it just, it just, it depends who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it all depends who I'm talking to. Like, I can hold a perfect conversation in Spanish. Um, yeah. I can hold a perfect conversation in English. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. But it, in both, you're the same. Like, you're yeah. both, like, like, say you're outgoing, like, you're outgoing in both. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter oh, yeah. if it's English, Spanish. Yeah, yeah it don't I, matter, bro. I, I can tell he's outgoing in both languages. Oh, yeah, just, man. Just I'm, as, I'm outgoing. As soon as I heard, I heard you walk in and then speak, I was like, this dude has a good vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I, w- I used to be more like, not introverted, but like, it took me a while to get comfortable. But now I'm just like, hey, like, people are going to like me who I am. So, like, exactly. I'm, I'm not an asshole, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, I just right. speak the truth sometimes. And um, I'm just... I'm good vibes, bro. I always like to bring good energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely, day, bro. Definitely. No, bro. I appreciate that, bro. Thank you. <laughs> One day, you guys have to see him in the stage. Like, it's crazy how, how like, he just turns, like, to this monster where he just, like, starts dancing, playing the guitar, singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, it's, uh, it's... At least... Well, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no. I mean, my stage presence is, is definitely different. Um, I, I'm not, like, over the top, like, crazy, but um, I like to have fun on stage. Right. I like to get the people going. I always interact with them. So, isn't that the whole point of like you know like an artist? Yeah, it's just like when you're on stage, mm-hmm. you just have to just have to, just, man. Have to, because people are looking at you because they want to relate. Right. You know, they want to relate to who you are. So if you could, if you bring that to the table, bro, you got the crowd. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, that's what happened to me, bro. When I performed at Red Brick, dude, yeah. it was all like white people. The majority was white people, and they still loved my Spanish stuff. They loved my songs. I played my own songs. I played covers. I mean, Carlos was there. He could tell uh, you. Those, um, those How come you didn't invite? Huh? <laughs> How come you didn't invite? Uh, I don't remember what happened. <laughs> He's like, um, look at the time. Okay. Um, but no, dude. It, it, what? Like, it's crazy Like how bringing that energy into, into the crowd, like, it doesn't matter if you don't speak the language. It's like, damn, like, people like that you know right, right they just like the presence they don't care of what you're talking about they just like what you bring to the table and like if you're just timid and you're just kind of like okay well this song's the next song that i'm gonna play blah blah blah, blah. nah dude i give a backstory like it could spend it could spend 10 minutes on one song giving a whole backstory on it like i have an experience for every song i play 
whether it's a, my original song or whether it's a cover. You know, whether I sang it to a girl once, whether like something happened with this girl and this song reminded me of this girl, um, it don't matter. Like I always like to, I always like to storytell. Right, right. So um, that's my thing, storytelling. Yeah. No, that's a good thing. That's a yeah. Good thing. Definitely. It's like I feel like it also is like your projection, your voice projection, like. The whole room can hear you. you know? Oh yeah, dude. Because oh, I remember yeah. when I was in speech class, that's what the teacher would tell me. Like, when you're gonna do like a public speech or something, you gotta project your voice. Like, like speak like you mean it. Like you. Oh yeah. They gotta but listen. You know. Oh yeah. I feel like he doesn't even need that. He's just <laughs> yeah. like in general, he's just like his voice is like loud, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah that's bro, what my I'm voice saying. is just naturally loud. That's why I'm like all the way over here because I know my voice is loud. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, like when I heard him, it's like. I feel like when people are like that, they're like introverted, like they have, just have like a good vibe. I yeah. think, I think, you know, because people like that have good vibes most of the time. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah, can yeah, tell you sure. just like, you just, like you said, you just don't care if people like you. You're just going to be you, yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah whether yeah. people like it or not, you're just going to be yourself. Exactly. So that's bro. a good thing. I feel like that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. No, it's the best thing, man. That's the best thing. <laughs> All right. So I think it's like over an hour. Yeah, I think we should definitely have you over again sometime. Yeah, if man. you were down for it. Oh, Talk and about and conspiracies. And just in case, if anyone wants to, like, you know, take some music to your girl, you already know. You already know, man. Follow me at, on the gram, Kevin Tapia Music. We'll yeah. talk, man. You already know. Yeah, <laughs> if y'all want, if y'all, if y'all want, I could play one quick song, uh, one more, and then if we one have more, time man. for it, yeah, um, go for it, my man. Yeah. So um, I'll do, I'll do this one. That uh, I had the pleasure of um, I'm working with a guy that um, that I uh, was on The Voice. He was on Alicia Keys' team. The Voice. Um, nice. Yeah, so I had the pleasure of meeting him and working with the song. Um, it's not out yet, but this one's called Me Tiene Loco. It goes something like this. Iba caminando por la costa del mar Tan bella su sonrisa que solo sabe amar Cuando la conocí solo quería conversar Pero yo no sé cómo entrarle a esa hembra Solo quiero saber su nombre y no me atrevo a hablarle Quizás tenga novio vale pero como me devuelve la mirada me confunde Creo que me voy a atrever un día de estos oh, yeah. Con su traje rojo Estoy envedecido tan loco Son su pelo negro Estoy enloquecido nena Y aunque no te conozca quiero hablar contigo Sentarme a beberme un cortadito mi adepto o quizás algo más, bebé. Yeah, man. Thank you. Guys, I really greatly appreciate this, man. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, man. Like, thank you guys for having me, bro. It's been so fun. I like this. <laughs> It took us an hour, but we, we, we got it. <laughs> thanks, we got guys. Start, man. Uh, now, we'll text for, thanks for you for coming up and showing up here and talking for us for a couple while. Like, we're not that big, but Bro. it's definitely, like, shows comes to show how humble you are because, like, yeah. you know, so maybe somebody that, you know, will look at the channel or, you know, be like, man, why would even go, you know, with them? But 
it definitely shows that I mean we're starting off yeah. and hopefully like in the future uh, we can look back to this video dude and the, this sure. channel's gonna be bigger you're gonna have more uh, I pretty, bro and, it, it, it starts know? from somewhere man yeah, and, it always starts. and it always starts from somewhere and never forget that Rome wasn't built in a day so yeah, yeah. like dude this is gonna freaking pop man. And, and you guys are doing an amazing job and I'm always grateful for anybody that invites me on their show, no matter how, no matter what. Like, it doesn't matter if you're ultra, ultra out there, ultra famous, whatever, or not even known. But And that, guys, care. is what you call being humble. That's right. <laughs> I don't care. I don't mind, bro. I'll do whatever show, man. And it's and I'm, oh, I'm always happy to do it. Mm-hmm. So it don't matter, man. Don't matter the status for me. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, I greatly appreciate you guys, for real. Appreciate you for having you. And um, anyways, guys, if you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like it on YouTube. If you're here on Spotify, make sure to share it with your friends. Um, share the YouTube link. Definitely check him out. Check his content. We're going to link him, his stuff, in the description below. Thank you guys for watching. Until next time, take care. Peace. Thank you, guys. Question. Do you know Marco Antonio Solis? Of course, man. <laughs> yeah, songs from him. Um... <laughs> Cause that dude is my man. I don't know. I think like or John Sebastian. I think I hate that I don't know the songs on guitar, but if I sing it in karaoke, I know.